Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, Here we are on End Times Friday. Good morning. uh, Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. And we're uh, continuing our uh, uh, ongoing discussion of the uh, what's called the beast Mm -hmm. and uh, going into more depth on that. Uh, We covered it originally a little bit. um, And it's a big question to everybody is, you know, what's the relationship between the beast, the Antichrist, the false prophet, Satan, uh, the harlot? Mm-hmm. Um, what is all that stuff? And, and uh, generally speaking, again, because people haven't spent the time to get into the word about it, um, and they generally also don't spend a lot of time on it anyway. Um, right. Because it's like, yeah, okay, so so it happens, it happens. Um, we already know. And, and part of it, and this is to me always kind of interesting, uh, even why the way, way God did it is, um, if you remember when we um, read uh, Matthew 24, which Jesus' statements, um, you know, and when is this going to happen? Mm-hmm. And he implies, even makes a statement, it's going to happen soon. Right. Um, okay. Well, we, in our definition of soon, is vastly different. We would we would think <laughs> well for sure he couldn't have meant more than several hundred years, right? Uh, well, it's two thousand years later, mm-hmm. and that statement still stands. And so so here's here's the negative of that. Well, if he said soon, and it's been two thousand years already, and the people that he talked to thought it was closer than than they maybe in their lifetime. Right. And the people behind him, maybe in their lifetime, and the people behind him, maybe in their lifetime, well, here it is 2,000 years later, and evidently, and this is where the conclusion goes, maybe it's never really, it's going to be so far out, you know, like 10,000 right. years. And then uh, people don't pay attention so, and don't watch the signs, so, as he said, too. You know, yeah. um, in all the past generations, if they ever thought anything about it, but it never happened for them. So is it really worthy of even considering? Why don't we just mm-hmm. don't worry about it? And by the way, then there's another thing that I think Satan has done really well. And that is that um, the concept of the rapture, which is, it is true in scripture. It's absolute. There's going to be a rapture. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he took it through uh, people's own interpretation and saying it's pre-trib. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes absolute pre-trib. And churches, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many churches and leaders and pastors I talk to uh, that, you know, they even teach. Well, you can be confident it's pre-trip. And, right. uh, hey, everybody, is pre-trip. And so you won't even be here during mm-hmm. the tribulation. So if you put those two things together, probably not in my lifetime anyway. 
Right. And then, well, if it's pre-trip, so why bother at all? I mean, because mm-hmm. so what? Uh, we'll be gone, and it really doesn't matter. You know, why Why do we even care about it? So, And then, by the way, it's very tricky to understand it because of Daniel and Revelation. Mm-hmm. So it's like we don't spend a lot of time in it. Um, and because of it, then we kind of, what I call, morph things together because we, we hear a few things like the mark of the beast, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay, now if I if I ask the average Christian, which I do, tell me what you think the mark of the beast is. Well, they said six six six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? Well, an antichrist makes us take the mark. Right. I said, well, think about what you just said. The mark the mark is of the what? The beast. It doesn't say the mark of the antichrist. Uh, right. Well, what do you mean? Isn't that the same thing? No, it's not the same thing. Um, there's different characters in here. There's different players. And that's why our conversation of the beast is really important because we have to set it up. Well, what is it? And ultimately, um, we have to get to the fact that there is a mark mm-hmm. and there's consequences to that mark on both sides right. of it. Uh, right. That, uh, and we'll see the... You know, on the positive side, it would be, well, you get the privilege of, of having uh, economic gain during a certain period of time, which right. would be the first few and a half years. Well, and just participating in the economic Participating system. in the economics. You won't be able to participate without it. If you don't, yeah. And then if you, uh, if you uh, don't have it, then when God's wrath comes, you're actually protected. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting, uh, ultimately it's going to be right. an interesting choice that we have to make. And again, uh, and you're going to have to truly believe that God is who he says he is and will do what he says he will do. Absolutely. Or the hardships you would be facing on the temporary status could could convince you to give up the eternal. Yes. Blessing, yeah. you know. Yeah. 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 And then, um, uh, you know, the thought of. Um, well, um, I'll just I'll just trust the whole thing to God. And, and so what, you know, and mm-hmm. but you remember, God, uh, first of all, Jesus spoke quite a bit about it himself. Mm -hmm. The disciples were very interested in this. Uh, And the reason, when you think about the reason for that, is on their own, would they have been interested in it? No. Because it wouldn't have been a normal thought. Right. Um, That, well, they're living life, they're they're doing life with Jesus. Their thought, by the way, was uh, this is the Messiah, and we're getting ready to run the world. Mm-hmm. Starting here with Rome, um, and that's what they thought. And so it wouldn't have been a natural idea. Hey, by the way, you know, are you uh, going to do something about? Is there an end to this, or are you going to end the earth? You know, they wouldn't even mm-hmm. thought that. Okay, why were they interested? But Jesus spoke about it, right? And he told them, Hey, by the way, there's going to come a time, uh, right? And uh, pay attention yeah, to this, uh, including, and this is what he said in Matthew 24. Um, there's a, uh, a mark uh, in the system called the, des- the desecration of desolation, abomination mm-hmm. of desolation. Um, interesting enough, the uh, disciples, when he said that, they knew exactly what he's talking about mm-hmm. because it already had happened uh, in 173 BC with uh, Antiochus Epiphanes, who was a Greek leader who basically... Uh, came up through the system of, of the Greek uh, you know, government 
and he was put in as prime minister, basically, or, or ruler, emperor. Um, and then he took control of that system. And then not only did he take control of the system, and he came against the Jews particularly. Okay, I'm coming after you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to shut you down. And then what he did, he literally uh, he conquers them uh, with basic, uh, you know, overcoming them. And uh, it wasn't, they weren't... Uh, a, a major uh, force. It was just because they were so powerful that Israel really had to surrender. They didn't have any choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the Greeks, by the way, uh, had really allowed Israel to thrive. And they were, see, they were the seat, this whole, the Greek system was really, interesting enough, the seat of democratic thought. Uh, right. Is hey let the let local people decide their stuff and and don't make it so national, uh, international and federal. So um, they actually had the had the this is where a period where the the Greeks or the Hebrews Jews really thrived. Then when he got in power, he flipped it and came against them and oppressed them, and then mm-hmm. he decided that uh, and again through his uh, you know being uh, captured by Satan, uh, goes into the temple. That was physically there, uh, and this right. is remember this is the second temple that um, the first one Solomon had been destroyed. Remember with Jeremiah and Nebuchadnezzar, right? And then uh, Zerubbabel and Ezra come back and rebuild the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nehemiah um, is the one that goes back to Jerusalem and rebuilds the economic system by giving protection and economy. And guess what? The temple was already there, but it was empty. Uh, hmm. And so now he reestablishes the whole worship and process of being restored as a nation under God with the system of sacrifice and uh, all that at the temple. Um, and so in 173 BC, uh, that temple is there, it's functioning. And Antiochus Epiphanes, called the desolation of, of abomination of desecration, he goes into the temple, the high, the holy of holies. Mm-hmm. pulls away the curtain and steps in and takes everything out and he says I'm God literally mm-hmm. I'm God everybody has to worship me right uh, so now uh, the nation you Jews Greeks everybody has to worship me and if you don't I'm going to kill you uh, so he put the, he kind of put it to him uh, by the way uh, God saved him it didn't really last long so he he wound up getting defeated but um, when Jesus made that statement, well, there's going to be, remember, pay attention to when the abomination of desecration happens, as Daniel stated, they understood, oh, I know what that is. Mm-hmm. And so, and again, remember, we read in Scripture, and this is cool, um, we're reading, in a sense, a... Um, a reporting of what was going on um, right. so that we don't we're not privy to the real dialogue so it, it would be something similar like this um, I know you like baseball and you've gone to baseball games at Boston mm-hmm. um, okay um, if you're if you're following it and it, it you it shows up in your news news uh, you know uh, app or a paper what do you see? Well, I see a summary mm-hmm. of what happened. Right. Um, I don't see actually what happened. 
I see a summary of what happened, and it's really just the key things. You don't get into all. You don't go into every. You, right. don't, you don't know what the pitcher said to the catcher. You, you know none of that. Um, well, but you get an overview. You get an overview. So the scripture, it is God's word and it's truth. And by the way, this is why Rama is so critical. Rama is the personal application of logos, because mm-hmm. what we're getting in logos is the written truth of God, summarizing His key elements of truth. Rama is now let me apply that to you right. and the way that rain it's very specific very specific that. and and actually we we um uh if people have not gone gone and heard uh tawanda norton uh you should go back and look at because she gives a great description of the rhema process of mm. i hear i see i receive but now i got to go process with him right you know that dialogue okay so uh what happened is when Jesus said that, okay, the, the abomination of desolation, they said, well, okay, are you talking about what happened with Antiochus Epiphanes? That's historical. Every Jew knew about it. Uh, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, uh, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you ask me the question, when is this going to happen? Well, it's, it's when that happens is, is when you're going to see the end the end what do you mean the end you know and so mm-hmm. they go into this lengthy and, and probably you know from what i can tell it would have been a regular discussion point of right okay you've said could you tell me more about that what does that mean what does that look like um and they and they received it so since jesus specifically spoke it and he actually said i want you to watch the signs and be careful and, and be, mm-hmm. be attentive. Uh, he says in, to John in Revelation, write this down. And um, and it will happen. And it's going to happen. Time. It's gonna, yeah. And pay attention and have everybody understand it. And again, the way he wrote it, which is why it's a little bit complex, is we would like to have it just written from, you know, from beginning to end, just sequentially right. all, all that happened. Well, he didn't do it that way. He And with no symbolism, we'd like it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just tell us the answers, you know. And uh, But the way he did it, remember, he said, come up and observe it. Mm-hmm. They came. He came up and observed it, and he's shown some things. And it's a little bit like we talked about with Tawanda, about visions and, and yeah. dreams. I do believe Tawanda's will be out a few weeks after this podcast, so... You guys will have to wait for Tawanda. Oh, this is right. I'm I'm uh, in the yeah. wrong I'm in the wrong month. Uh, anyway, <laughs> go okay. go uh, watch it. Look forward to go that, watch Tawanda's. <laughs> go watch Tawanda's. Thank you for uh, reset. I was thinking August, and this is gonna yeah. actually it's gonna be uh, soon. Uh, yeah, afterwards you'll see Tawanda. But Tawanda talked about um, the uh, process of uh, interpretation and understanding in clarity, uh, and it's a dialogue with him, and so. Uh, because because he said pay attention, and so John was okay. I'm observing this, and then when he saw something, he he, he had to write it down, mm-hmm. and then he would say, "Could you tell me more about this?" Right. And then the next chapters would be the description of that. So it's kind of like he backpedals, backpedals, and gives more detail, yeah. And then more, and then hey, what about this? Backpedals and gives more detail. So Revelation, it, the reason it's kind of tricky is that it's not sequential mm-hmm. um, and it's more okay let me take you deeper you know let me take you deeper right. and, and again it's interesting it starts scripture starts that way by the way genesis go read genesis 1 
lays everything out. This is how I did it. I did created everything. Here's how it worked. Genesis two is not is not a sequential thing. Right. It's well. Okay. Now, could you tell me more about what just happened? What you just said? Okay. Let mm-hmm. me take you deeper into Genesis two and three. Is about what happened in one, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's how scripture operates a lot. Is okay. Let me show you deeper. Let me show you more. Generally, actually, as you say that, isn't that kind of cool? Because I think that is God's invitation to us, period. When we spend time interacting with his word is that we get a little bit of something. And then he says, now, I'd like to take you deeper. Do you want to go deeper? And if we stay with it and we abide and we continue to dialogue, that's exactly how he speaks to us. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then let me uh, show you this. Hey, what about this? Let me show you this. And um, it's not sequential. And interesting enough, we couldn't get to the end unless we went through that process. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in our, in our heart, it would be, well, just, just tell me the answer. Right. Well, it's, it's, and we talked about this before, is that God says, I love the intimacy of it. And I love your discovery. I love your adventure. Mm-hmm. And let me connect dots step by step by step. Yeah. And that, this is going to be fun. Stay with me. Yeah. And by the way, <laughs> I'm doing something that is a, there's a bigger story than you can even imagine, so that even if I told you something right now, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we had, you're, you're gonna see after this, uh, Dave Dunkel and Melissa and Tawanda, um, one of the things we're gonna share about is is they're, they're participating in the bigger story and a bunch right. of dots that were connected over time. And you're seeing 20 years of dots connected. Yeah, 20, 20 yeah. years <laughs> that if God would have said, well, here's where I'm, where I'm gonna give you the answer to, they wouldn't even have a clue what it meant. Right. And he said, you can't even understand this yet, so I don't need to do it. Just kind of like what happened with the disciples as they were saying, okay, so the end is what? you know, And, and when is this right. going to happen? And how is this going to work? And, and the only thing that we can say is uh, we urge everybody, uh, don't get jaded by the mm-hmm. fact that, well, yeah, it hasn't happened yet, so so what? Right. Or we're, eh, we're going to be raptured anyway, so so what? Uh, is no God said pay attention there's things for us to understand about it even about the world we're in Mm -hmm. even if it isn't quite the end but there's something about it that we're supposed to understand about how we apply it now to our life and things that we could have receptivity to and then the issue of of the rapture is um, in scripture uh, really nobody can say it's absolute in terms of when Mm -hmm. Uh, cases for all all the pre-trib mid-trib post-trib um, but it's not absolute. So since right. it's not absolute, and Jesus didn't say it's absolutely going to happen here, well, then we may need to be prepared if it's not pre-trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what, you know, we got to process with. And then we are supposed to keep, he says, keep telling the generations that, that be aware of this, be, be cognizant of, because, and this is funny in a way, someday it's going to actually happen. <laughs> right, right. Uh, now, we could be in that time. Uh, Mm -hmm. that it's us and uh, we can see a lot of things coming together like huh uh, now we see more and the the possibility of it uh, is uh, that you know it's it's real and and uh, we've talked about the World Economic Forum and and you know they're they're actually very very aggressive right now Um, and I would urge any of you if you want to kind of put it on your radar is periodically just Google World Economic Forum, WEF, and just just observe 
the latest. And just see what they're updating, because they, they put updates on there all the time. All the time. They're discussing. Yeah, and, and there's articles about them. And, and they see, they're they're very, very verbal right now. And it's kind of interesting, because mm-hmm. um, usually you think, well, aren't they doing all this secretly? And aren't they trying to make sure nobody knows about it? Interesting enough, in the last it's well past that, <laughs> in the last couple of years, they've gone from kind of being behind the scene to very, very, very vocal, very, very, very vo- verbal, and stating specifically, for example, um, we are we are headed for the Great Reset, mm-hmm. and the Great Reset is a is a one world government. That's their it's their goal. Right. Uh, now this is interesting because uh, and, and we're you know we're a little bit jaded because of being in America. Uh, but uh, we were just sent a, uh, uh, this is a newscast out of uh, uh, Sweden mm-hmm. and, and, and the uh, Norwegian countries. And um, it's a guy who uh, is looking at uh, what's going on government-wise with the, with the populace there. And mm-hmm. um, there's a, a series of purposeful things that the government is doing to basically ruin the uh, farmers and the ability to grow crops. Um, hmm. Like requiring to say you can't, you can no longer use nitrogen to uh, fertilize your stuff. Right. Well, without it, you can't fertilize stuff. So they're basically saying, no, you can't do that anymore. And of course, the farmers are livid. And, and this is in a time when there's already massive shortage, shortages, massive shortages. Of things going on in the climate and the war and all sorts of that's right. you know, natural disasters. Um, even and so um, the pro the farmers are protesting, mm-hmm. and they're and they're blocking highways and you know like what are you guys doing? You know, come on, you know right. we, we we're taking our livelihood away and you're taking the ability to make food. And so the newscaster, you know, he's he's showing this. You, you can see the pictures of it, and then he says, "Hey, everybody, do you know?" Who's promoting this? Who? WEF. He said the World Economic mm. Forum is the one who's who's pushing this to have happen, and it's like it's like, huh? Um, that's interesting. That connect a few dots there, right? That um, you know, when and you think about it, because see, on the surface, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Why would you take away? something from your farmers that are already used to have available and use well and by the way it's it's not uh, you know carcinogenic it's, it's they they use it well to just decide well we've decided we're not going to have you do it and it's not really even you government it's it's somebody behind you the world economic forum that is promoting this for you to do and and whoever you're leading is saying i think that's a good idea right. uh well huh so we're seeing more of it. So as we, as we look at um, this concept of the beast, um, it's not the Antichrist. Um, it's something different. It's more of the system um, of what it is. So if we would uh, go ahead and turn to uh, Daniel. We're still in Daniel with this. Uh, go to Daniel and then chapter 7. Um, and we were, uh, we've been through uh, 15 already through down to... Uh, 28, or excuse me, yeah, I think 27. Um, but if you would, just go ahead and um, uh, read verses uh, 
23 through 2027. 20, uh, We've gone through this once, but we just want to, we kind of okay. want to summarize it. Sure. Thus he said, the fourth beast shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, which shall be different from all other kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, trample it, and break it in pieces. The ten horns are ten kings who shall arise from this kingdom, and another shall arise after them. He shall be different from the first ones, and shall subdue three kings. He shall speak pompous words against the Most High, shall persecute the saints of the Most High, and shall intend to change times and law. And the saints shall be given into his hand, for a time and times and a half time. But the court shall be seated, and they shall take away his dominion, to consume and destroy it forever. Then the kingdom and dominion, and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven, shall be given to the people, the saints of the Most High. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Yeah. So uh, he's saying the fourth beast, uh, again, is different. The other, the other kingdoms are the, the national um, governmental uh, ruling, uh, ge geographic rulers. So it would be Persia, Greece, Rome. Uh, they were the kingdoms or the kings or the beast. He said this one's going to be different. Um, than all the other ones. He said there's 10 horns and 10 kings and they'll arise from this kingdom, um, the beast. Um, and another shall rise after them and shall be different and he shall subdue uh, three kings and he'll speak pompous words and persecute the saints. So again, first of all, um, just by itself, understand that, that that one that persecutes is a leader a person right the beast is not that person hmm. that that person is not the beast the, he comes right. from the kingdom of the beast right and the kingdom the is really a system a system uh, the way that this functions and he said it's different and and think about it in a really simple way um, all these other other beasts or kingdoms they always had a central leader, mm -hmm. you know, and you, we would call it a dictator. Right. Um, it wasn't a democracy. It was, I rule, and I'm the head of this uh, mm -hmm. nation because I'm the king. You know, nothing. I'm the king. Right. Okay. In this case, we know one thing that's different. How many kings are there? There's ten. Well, yeah. There's ten. There's ten. And one's gonna raise up from. So he says, huh, one of the differences that I noticed about this, mm -hmm. the other ones all have a, have a king that leads that beast system to mm -hmm. take over. In this case, it's the other way around. It's the 10 kings coming from the beast, and then out of that, a guy starts to rise up one, and yeah. move it. So the beast is not, is not the Antichrist. Right. Yeah, Antichrist is a person. Mm -hmm. The beast is a system, um, and, it, and because there's ten, it's likely that um, it's probably more what I would say corporate in nature. Because mm -hmm. uh, remember, it's one world government, so it's not it's not going to be America and Jan uh, France and Germany and, and China right. and Russia. Um, there's going to be a different structure to it mm -hmm. that looks like leaders will be part of it, and, and they will say, we we are going to rule. 
this this situation. But we know we know best, and we're going to be benevolent and benevolent, and everybody should uh, you know follow it. Uh, and so he says, um, you know, that's going to come. And he said that there, there'll be a little one that's going to subdue three other ones. And then he steps mm-hmm. into a role, still not the not the full what you would say the full Antichrist, because he's not the guy yet. Not yet. He's still right. one of many. But he shall, he starts uh, speaking pompous words and persecutes the saints of the Most High. Mm-hmm. And I think we described this briefly is that actually think of Saul of Tarsus, you know, who became mm-hmm. Paul, he was a Pharisee. Right. He wasn't even the high priest. He was a Pharisee. Of, and they, the Pharisees were the rulers, and he was part of mm-hmm. that group. And he was, a, he was a head. He was one of the leaders. He said, yeah, I know, I know you guys don't like it. And I know, I know if you could, you, you'd do stuff about it, and, and uh, that's good. Uh, but um, I... I'm going to go after it. Now, he didn't do it like all Pharisees are going after you or even all of Israel's is going after you. It's just I'm, I'm going. He's certainly and spearheaded. I'm going. I'm going after you. Now, they're not going to prevent me. So the, the Pharisees didn't prevent him. And the, the Jewish uh, you know, uh, uh, Jews who were in, in leadership didn't prevent him. But he says, I'm going to do it. So there's the picture of uh, this Antichrist he isn't yet fully in power, mm-hmm. but he personally is saying, "I'm going after believers." So if you've claimed, so here's if, a question go ahead. for you, if yep. you don't mind. Yep. So you know, it says in there, "The saints shall be given into his hand for a time and times and a half time." Yep. And I've heard you say before that is the three and a half years. Is that um, one of the verses that would then support mid-trib? That would be one that would support mid-trib because it says that... I think it's um, interesting to look at the different ones. Yeah. Because um, I think not everybody recognizes that. Yeah, so read read verse 25 and just read it. Read that one verse. Okay. He shall speak pompous words against the Most High, shall persecute the saints of the Most High, and shall intend to change times in the law. Then the saints shall be given into his hand for a time and times and a half a time. Okay. So um, he persecutes... Who? Mm-hmm. Believers. Right. Which means, well, then we're still if here. Their believers are there. Then we're right. still here. And, the, and then he, uh, they were actually given into his hand for a time and times and a half a time uh, that he somehow gains power over, over believers during that time mm-hmm. so that uh, it, imp- it implies. And again, this is why we have to be careful to say, well, for sure it's, pre, it's pre-trib. Right. Well, there are verses that really could support any of those. Yeah, if you looked, if you looked at, if you looked yeah. at this one, it would say, well, we're still here, by mm-hmm. just by definition. Right. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here to per- persecute. Right. Um, and he he says saints here, and we'll see later that there's a different words for saints and then for Jewish believers, uh, mm-hmm. so that. The Jews become the believers, but they aren't the church prior to that. We're called the saints, but they're not. So right. when it says saints, it's not really because people could say, well, that's, so that's Israel. Jewish believers would that's, be that's put is, in with the saints. Yeah, well, they said that's Israel. That they would say, well, that's yeah. Israel, and uh, that's what's going to happen to them, but we're not going to be here. Well. That's not really what the what the phraseology is. Is that okay. it's that so that um, he said that 
the beast is the system. It's one world government, uh, one one new economic currency, one, and that's why the the WF keeps talking about the reset. Right. And what they want to do is is reset the entire uh, system, mm-hmm. take away ownership, have you function economically, and, and we'll talk about this next time uh, when we say that you know the heat, they set it up. It appears that it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, it uh, looks very equitable and fair. And there's a and there's a receptivity to that. Of um, I actually embrace it because I willingly the populace of the world it willingly accepts it, right? As opposed to well I don't like it because they've forced me into mm-hmm. something I don't want to do. It's actually no look at what we're doing and for you and they're doing so it's kind of tricky. So as we talk more about that, um, uh, and the thing we want to keep reiterating is. Um, We'll talk, and we'll talk more about the forces that are putting this together, but the beast is not the Antichrist. The beast is the system. Mm-hmm. It's different than the other nations. So I believe it's all the other nations, interesting enough, by the way, another difference is that they conquered those lands by, by war. Right. Um, and sometimes it was like Rome, um, when they conquered, mm-hmm. they became so powerful that basically I just show up and you say, okay, I give yeah, up. I, I don't, I'm not. I'm yes. not even going to fight you. You know, you're so powerful. Not fight. Exactly. Why bother? But you won over me by conquering me, mm-hmm. and I now surrender my system to you. Well, this 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 time it's not by force. It's not by conquering. Mm-hmm. It's by uh, they receive it and actually embrace it. Mm. Um, and it's this ten unit thing. So we'll, we'll talk more about that next time. But uh, keep understanding that that Jesus said, pay attention. Don't get lazy about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to help you understand it. By the way, it is going to ultimately happen. Right. And we could say, well, maybe in our time, because of what we're seeing now, that right now there's actually forces on earth with people on earth and organizations on earth that are actually saying, I'm going, and they're, and interesting, to me it's really interesting, they're not even hiding it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're openly saying it. This is what I'm going to go do, and I can go do it. Uh, well, that's interesting. And by the way, they set the date, 2030. I wanted to get it done by 2030. Right. Well, now, by the way, it doesn't guarantee it. And yeah, we, that and we, is and their we don't, goal. And we don't have to say, well, that's for sure, because Jesus said, sorry, you don't know that. Mm-hmm. But we have somebody that already is targeting something right. uh, that's in our lifetime. Yeah. So, huh, that's interesting. Anyway, so very interesting. Lot, lots of stuff to uh, go through that. We'll pick it up uh, next week and uh, hope you have fun uh, getting into it. Pre- uh, would really urge you to go read Daniel 7, uh, the whole chapter, and, uh, and we'll get into Daniel 8 next time a little bit. But uh, it's very, uh, it, it's not really fuzzy in a way. If you really look at it, just simple. Take it simple. What does it say? What does it say? And, and enjoy it. So we'll, uh, we will see you uh, next Monday, and then we'll see you next week with uh, End Times Friday again. Great. Thanks so much. Thanks for sharing your wisdom as always. And thank you for joining us. If this has brought up questions for you, feel free to shoot them our way at afjquestions at afjministry.com. Send them in and we will certainly put them on the air and address them. So thanks again for joining us and have a great afternoon. Yep. See ya. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.